0: With Root Insurance, you have the power to control your own rates, and that could save you a lot of money. Root is a new type of car insurance that looks deeper than traditional insurers by using the sensors in your smartphone to understand important details about how you actually drive. That's how Root is able to give better drivers a better price. Here's how it works. Just download the Root app, get on the road, and we'll give you a quote. Learn more at joinroot.com. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details
1: computer all right you ready broski hmm <laughs> What's so, up, guys? Welcome back to the Monday Night Wars podcast, podcast where we break down Nitro versus Raw from the Monday Night War, head-to-head, segment-by-segment, week-by-week. I'm here with your boy, Hollywood Edwards. What's up, Q? What's up? I'm Lil Q, a.k.a. Max, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. Yes. Don't put me in a box, guys. Come on.
2: There's no box big enough to hold you. Exactly. Yes. I'm, I'm infinite. You are infinite. Totally infinite. Totally. So, Epically infinite.
1: Epicly, that's the best way to put it. Epically infinite. That's that would be my merch shirt. Look QAK <laughs> Max. Epically infinite. There
2: you go. When is our merch coming out? Did you? Uh, I don't do know that yet.
1: I didn't, do it. That I, didn't, so I didn't do. I didn't. I didn't do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we should <laughs> hire a merch guy. Maybe we should. We'll figure it. Out. If any of you guys listening are into merch, you know, hit us up. Yeah. But we won't even. We won't even charge you anything.
2: Just make merch and then. We'll I used to know a good them. logo guy, but he ghosted. So I don't know where. RIP. Yep.
1: So that's why we just use the old phone apps now for our logo. Shout out. Yes. Shout out. To our
2: <laughs> sponsor maybe? Nah. Maybe. Maybe uh, eventually.
1: Yeah. We'll so before we do this, I guess we'll, we'll take this opportunity to shout out um, the boy AC because... Um, this is the first episode since he shouted us out, right? Yes. That's your homie. So um, you guys go check him out on streaming platforms. Um, you do a podcast with him called Cool Truth and White House. You guys all do a podcast there called Cool Truth. They put, You guys post like what? He posts like what? Weekly to bi-weekly? He posts a lot. So
2: Yeah. Yeah. So here's the, here's the quick story on this. Uh, back, we were on a, AC and I were on a network, podcasting network called 1640 PWPR with King Firehawk. And he slammed the both of us together and we never spoke before. And we were like, all right, cool. Let's try and do a show. And that was five years ago. Then last year, he's like, I want to bring cold truth back. And I'm like, eh, I'm busy. And he's like, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) So then, so he grabbed White House. So this is like the second incarnation. But then at some point last year, I jumped on with them and never left. So now it's like a, (laughs) it's like a three-way uh, cool truth now. So you, yeah, you, it's
1: it's cool. It, it's you you uh you got booked together, and then eventually use your creative control to block it, and then you ended up just wanting to do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, you guys go check them out. They've been the homies forever. Um, I've never even like I, don't even, I think maybe I talked to AC once, but um, like I know him essentially, and they're all the homies. Um, they all got their own podcasts, and um, yeah, you can go to you can go to Spreaker, and uh, is where they normally go out of, but um a cool truth podcast is what they do yes and, and they're more current events right now so um yes yeah.
2: we do a little aew dynamite review if you're interested in that yeah and oh. uh actually we're talking about implementing some changes to broaden the a- away from aew and more into wrestling as a whole current mm-hmm. so we'll see where that goes
1: yeah i mean i think we've all been talking about really um at least you and i hollywood we especially am um, We've been talking about expanding the brand a little bit, doing some other things. Well, no, we're just feeling it out right now, but just be yeah. listen and look out because there might be some general more content coming out other than just Monday Night Marks. I mean, this is definitely the mainstay. I know Hollywood and I love doing this, and this is really fun for us. Oh, it's fun, yes. And I know most of the people we talk to um, and the listeners and you guys really enjoy it too, it seems like. It's fun to reminisce about when wrestling was... I say good, but like every time I watch Raw, <laughs> like these Raws, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you guys will listen but um yeah so well, here, it's
2: it's about to get good i think
1: yeah it, you can tell it is um yeah. it, it's it's the it's the really bad calm before the really cool storm out. exactly um well sad but so here we are i guess this is what we th- this is episode four of the podcast but this is um week three really of our nitro review and week two of the head-to-head because we did fall brawl a fall ball review last uh, episode for episode three um, which was really freaking fun, and it was a great show, <laughs> and I think you guys should go check it out. Um, yes. But yeah, so here we are. We're, we're week three. This is the second Raw we're reviewing, the second head-to-head we're reviewing. Um, and yeah, so we, well, we we both liked Nitro the first two times, or last time they won the head-to-head, and the first Nitro show was really good, um, just for background, for content for this show. Um, yes. Raw last week was, if you guys want to go listen, or if you already listened, you know we disliked it quite a bit um but yeah so here we are um I guess we'll we'll, we'll get right into it then Hollywood kick it okay. off with Nitro
2: all right so we are September 18th <clears throat> Nitro 95. Uh, do, do you have attendance and figures?
1: attendance 3200 Johnson City Tennessee pretty good I think okay and the rating is a 1.9 so up from last week I forget what it was but I know it's up I think I think it might be like 0. 0.3 it was like 1.6 last week or 1.5 or something. I know it's yeah. up from last week, but um yeah. Um and just I guess to preface this um before we really get into the, the I, I it's up, but um for some reason Raw once again was aired on a Thursday. So yes. this technically isn't head to head, but it is for purposes of the podcast and just in general. So uh, the night the ratings for Nitro may have been up because of that. Obviously, we don't know. That's, you know. But Raw wasn't head-to-head. They were aired Thursday later this week. So Nitro was Monday, Raw was Thursday.
2: Yes, and just a reminder, we are coming off on the Nitro side, the WCW side, just coming off Fall <clears throat> Brawl War Games, and this is the night after. Yep. And the show opens up, and no Tony Schiavone, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we are back to Eric, Mongo, and Bobby Heenan. And Mongo has... Pepe the Chihuahua, which I don't even yes, know. Yes, he has a little Chihuahua with him here. Well, he has and like I, a
1: sombrero on or something too.
2: And like, I love immediately, Eric does the intro. He's like, I'm Eric Bresloff, he's Bobby Hino, Michael, Michael." and there's Pepe. And Bobby <laughs> just shakes his head immediately. Like, <laughs> why like, is why? there a dog here? He's like, dude, you could, you could already
1: tell. Like, to me, this is coming off as like, you can already tell Bish is kind of letting the inmates run the asylum already. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first like, sign. Mongo's there's, dog. There's no way <laughs> Bischoff was like, yeah, bring your dog. Like he, Mongo's. if feel like, Oh, is it cool if I bring my dog? And he's like, sure, dude, I'm paying you this amount of money. Might as well. I'm not going to make <laughs> you mad. So, so yeah, he has his dog Pepe.
2: Probably. But yeah. So the show opens up the actual show. They kick it to an ambulance in the back and it's backing up and out jumps the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, <laughs> And the Giant. The the, Giant. The Giant cuts a promo on Hogan um, and uses the words, my father. Yep. Speaking of Andre. So it's not just a general push. It was a specific push that he is the son of Andre the Giant at this point. Yeah. I'm actually interested because I don't know the answer to this. I'm actually interested to see where they just completely drop that. Uh, Yeah, I didn't. Because honestly,
1: we... I think in the big show career, even like if you go to watch his documentary on network or something, I don't even think I think I watched like once. Maybe they don't even really mention the whole Andre him being built as Andre's kid thing. Like, it's weird that it just kind of didn't become. I understand why. I don't think it should have ever been a thing. But um, it it does just kind of like stop probably at some point and is never mentioned again, I would think.
2: Um, Yeah. But
1: yeah, it it is think. it is interesting to see like does it really carry on to when he's in the NWO because to, to me there's no I feel like there's, at that point there's no way but mm-hmm. um and also just while we're on this um I I they were kind of building it like Hogan was gonna be in the ambulance so I think the announcers were excited like oh my god like Hogan's in the ambulance maybe he's okay or whatever because uh, if you guys watched our fall brawl review or listen to our fall brawl review um he's got his next the the, the show ended with giant essentially snapping (laughs) hogan's Mm -hmm. neck and he was like kind of doing like fake little uh seizures in the ring um and uh that's how the show ended so i think they thought it was going to be hogan um and not to get too on too much of a tangent here um hollywood havoc's coming up in october and if i'm not mistaken it's the hollywood havoc where they do the monster trucks on top of a building. Mm. so that'll be super interesting can't wait <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so here's the thing they they did sell it like that like could it be hulk hogan and i was thinking to myself this is 24 hours later <laughs> yeah why would hogan be do. rolling in with a broken neck or whatever mm-hmm. in the ambulance still but that's the way they sold it but it was the heels that popped out right so from there okay so raw started with the match correct
1: yeah so you do them you do, the, you do the so work. i'll do
2: i'll do the night for match, match in the yeah game. okay all right so before we get into this well I'll read it and then uh we'll discuss um the American males right Scotty Riggs buff Bagwell Marcus at this time Marcus Bagwell. Marcus excuse me Marcus Bagwell <laughs> didn't become buff quite yet <laughs>
1: he wasn't that cocky yet because he was big baby face here
2: yes uh versus the blue Bloods Lord Stephen Regal and Earl of Eaton, which, by the way, I didn't realize that he was the second member of the Blue Bloods. It is Bobby Eaton from the Midnight Express. I was like,
1: dude, I see I something about him was familiar, but I yes. didn't know it was because he was he looks entirely different and out of place. So yeah, that's I why think I was it was like, the,
2: the pulled back Eaton? hair with the ribbon or whatever was in it. Yeah. I was like, is, could that be? Could that really be? Are they saying Earl of Eaton as in Bobby Eaton? And of course, I Googled it and there it was because
1: um, because. Trips was in, he was the first blue blood with Regal. And then I guess he, because this is late 95, he probably left at some a couple months earlier and they probably threw Eaton in there, I would assume. Right?
2: Yeah, I believe, uh, I think Trips, is Trips in WWE F right now?
1: I'm assuming he's probably in between contracts. We haven't heard anything. I'm sure, because we didn't get, we haven't seen him yet, but I, I'm assuming he's about to start. Uh, I like. I would expect in the next month or two, we're going to start getting vignettes that's mm-hmm. that's what i would expect but yeah okay. we haven't actually seen him yet all right that's fair
2: so anyway we have uh eaton make his end he came out first and this was odd he was jumped as soon as he came out by harlem heat who are the new wcw tag team champions and at this point they take out eaton we don't see regal and Heenan does the cover and says they must have taken out Steven Regal in the back because we don't see him. Yep. And Harlan Heat heads down to the ring. And interestingly enough, um, they want the American males. And and
1: they don't just want the American males. They are like, dude, we're gonna put the titles on the line. We're basically they were coming down the ramp and they were saying without a mic, like we're the tag team champs. Like put us in the match. Like we're supposed to be the ones wrestling on the show. This is our show, basically, kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so they they just insert themselves basically.
2: I thought that's an interesting choice. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to show Harlem Heat's, you know, they're going to fight, they're going to be fighting champions, I guess.
1: But here's here's also the problem with just the, this booking in general. So you were just on an angle in the back, right? Like we just so this is right after coming from the back. Steven Regal's right. allegedly just got jumped in the back. Why couldn't they number 1 show it or why would you know what I'm, or why not just have him get jumped? on the ramp like why would he just not show up in general i think from like a producer like if i was a producer perspective that doesn't make a lot of sense to me like i feel like like you gotta at least show that especially Mm -hmm. if you were just backstage shooting an angle because that to me that just make doesn't make a lot of sense but
2: yeah i agree i agree benefit of the doubt who knows if he was even in the building that night literally
1: he he might not have been and that was yeah
2: but. but uh yeah you're right from a production standpoint Definitely just have them both go out and get jumped, whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh as they're going back and forth, and of course, again, we've covered the fact that there's no uh there's no GM up until this point. Mm-hmm. So Nick Bockwinkle makes the match. Or I'm sorry, not Nick, Nick Patrick makes the match. Yes. But Cause, they cause, mention
1: Because hashtag it guys, hashtag Nick Patrick is
2: God. Yes. Once again. So they mentioned Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle, what will he think of this? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting because, of course, Vince, being Vince, over on Raw, I knew that Gorilla at this time, Gorilla Monsoon, was you know president Gorilla Monsoon. Yep. I didn't know WCW had any commissioner whatsoever. They,
1: so. I know, th- I know that they do. During it, uh, like I, I guess they had to once NWO stuff started because you needed a. Guy calling the shots for WCW against the opposite opposing organization, but cool. yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that he. I knew at some point he was, um, just from old footage I've seen, but I didn't know he was. It was during this point in time.
2: Okay, yeah. so at this point, I'm thinking, okay, this is a weird start to the show. However, the match starts, and the first thing I want to say is uh, Scotty Riggs, dude, dude. There's some talent in WCW at this time. So yeah. last week we were all over um Miro, uh, Johnny V. Bad. Mm-hmm. This week I'm gonna be all over Scotty Riggs because dude, his timing with everything. Like there were spots where I noticed that Harlem Heat looked really stiff. Yeah. But if you if you watch the match from Riggs's perspective, his timing is so perfect. I don't even think Harlem Heat was touching them, touching no. him. No. And kudos to Scotty Riggs, man, because this was like, I was very impressed with his work.
1: And watching this too, um, I, I was looking at him and I'm like, dude, he's got a look too. Like, he's a good looking dude. He's, 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 he literally reminds me of like a darker haired Shawn Michaels had he been pushed that way. Like, I think he, I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying he could have, like, obviously, who knows? That's a lot of what ifs. Right. But like, give him like a little U.S. title run or something. Cause I, I think eventually what happened is, I don't know if he got hurt or what, but I know he ended up being in. Ravens flock and shit, like later when Ravens came mm-hmm. along. Um as just Riggs. But yeah, dude, he looked good. I even thought Bagwell looked good for as much crap as he ends up getting later down the line. Like I thought they they were a viable, cool tag team that I could get behind.
2: Definitely. Yeah. And the match basically was laid out. Scotty Riggs took the uh he worked from underneath. He was taking the beating. And then Bagwell got the hot tag at the end. Yeah. And this was a this was a very good match. I thought it was basically laid out. How you want to lay out matches? Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't too long either.
1: I uh, I, I really liked the uh, the finish. I thought so. Basically, uh, the the I think Patrick it was distracted, and there's like this back kick by uh, Stevie Ray, mm-hmm. and Booker. Like so, basically Harlem he regains control after um they are really in control, and like uh, it was supposed to be like like booked like this. It was booked very well, We're to the point where so like Stevie hits like a back kick when someone's not looking because he's the illegal man and booker does the scissor kick which i always love he does mm-hmm. his like, signature scissor kick and um dude he does like the way he kicks people he does like I love that when he sends him into the ropes and then he hits the ropes and he does like his crazy jumping mule kick stuff. Dude, yeah. he he kills people. It looks like Yeah, I know. Um, I but know. like like you said, it could have been the it could have been the selling by the males too. But dude, I love Booker like because he, he's so tall, and he can really get his legs up there and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and like if you really look at it back then, his his offense is definitely pretty unique for like a bigger dude. Um, but yeah, so there's a sunset flips spot where Booker tags out on the way down, which I thought was cool. Um, they flashed to a "We Won at Raw" sign, which I just yes, I have that note. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, and then drop kicks. So Booker is there's some drop kicks, and Holly really in control. And who comes down to the ring, Hollywood? Go for it.
2: The Colonel comes out. The Colonel. And Heenan made mention that he was bitten by the love bug last night. D-
1: yeah, I wrote that down too. <laughs> <laughs> so he shows up because Sherry once again is at ringside. Um, I don't know if we mentioned that, but yeah, she's. All yeah, wherever Harlem Heat goes right now, she's goes. That's right. Except for when Colonel Parker shows up. So she, sh- <laughs> he shows up, and he takes her away like a damsel in distress. Like he, she's on the apron, and he gets her and her attentions. Cause, so basically, the spot was he comes down as Sherry's about to hit. I don't know if I forget if it was Riggs or if it was Bagwell with a heel, basically mm-hmm. for, for the win. The ref was completely distracted. It was about to be Sherry heel to the head pinfall. Sherry. Um, gets taken away by – because she gets distracted by Parker, gets taken away, held in Parker's arms. He walks her up the ramp, and the American (laughs) Males roll up Booker because Sherry didn't use the heel, and we have new tag champs, which I
2: was very surprised about. (laughs) This was shocking. This was shocking. And the way that they did this, was, I think, was genius. And I think – dude, I think this is like Pat Patterson next level – storytelling because like for as weird as the beginning was yeah they're sherry on the apron and she's gonna cheat like she always does and the colonel comes out now if he is bitten by the love bug which we think he is right he would go out and grab her off and walk off into the sunset with his woman he said at war games my heart is soaring i need that woman yep he that, that literal quote so So that makes sense from, like, you know, the character standpoint, right? That's what he's going to do. But then I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Is this all accidental because of the love bug? Or is the colonel the manipulator and not Sherry? Or is Mm -hmm. Sherry the manipulator and he's actually love? Or are they both the manipulator? I think that, like you said, it's genius because they're really
1: making it seem like you, it, it, there's so much like you, there's so many questions right now about the whole thing <laughs> like dude it, it shouldn't be this great angle but like it's becoming right. great angle <laughs> and <laughs> dude he oh my god the way that they did this I thought like you said was genius because yesterday they they proved that Harlem Heat needs Sherry to win even though she was bitten by the love book yep um, but this time they lose because of her so it's like it's bringing back like the fact that like Sherry's important to Harlem Heat but she's screwing him over right now but Robert Parker might be pulling the strings and it's so Mm -hmm. it's so dynamic
2: dude yep 100% I was really impressed by this and I was you know I I eat this stuff up man this cheesy kind of you know characters with fall in love or are they or aren't they I love this stuff
1: yeah dude this is this is just Dude, I don't get it, bro. This is like I, we shouldn't be this invested in this, but this is the most right thing. I'm I feel like in. we
2: shouldn't be focusing on this so much, but we are. But but the the shocker of it all, twenty four hours later, after having new champions, Harlem Heat, American males are now new champions.
1: Yeah, and I I think that had this not been a good storyline, even the match I thought was good, like it had it been a BS segment, I don't think I think I'd be salty about the fact that the titles change hand less than like twenty four hours ago. Mm-hmm. But because the story, it, I think it adds to the storyline. Like, I think it's very okay with me that because it's really adding to everything that's going on. You know, you
2: br- you bring up a good point, and this is lost in modern wrestling because we, again, cool truth, AEW Dynamite reviews every Wednesday night. Go check us check us out. But we talk about this all the time. Here, this is an example of the story taking precedent over. The championships or the belts or whatever that's going on, they'll figure it out. They'll they'll do that. Obviously, the story is more important because Sherry now costing them after winning the belts for them the night before. Mm -hmm. That just adds another wrinkle to the story. And
1: to me, it doesn't. It's not shitting on anybody in the ring. It's no. It it, like it like because Harlem Heat. It's not like they couldn't have won. It's the fact that they wanted to use their manager because it was the safer bet it's right. not like it's not like the oh my god they're gonna lose without her entirely it's not like that like they don't need her technically it's the fact mm-hmm. that they're trusting her and then right breaking the trust that's that's what it is and this is another thing like not to go on a huge tangent because i'm sure you <laughs> like especially you and i could talk about this
2: to show you how easy it is to file a claim with geico we hired sports commentator dick vitel
1: Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat got a win, it would be a
2: miracle, baby. Um, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because Geico gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim.
1: That's gonna be a nail-biter.
2: Nope. The Geico team is there for you 24-7.
1: Now that's a dipsy dude, Dunkaroo, of a claims team.
0: Geico is awesome, baby, with a capital A.
2: Geico. Great service without all the drama.
0: With Root Insurance, you have the power to control your own rates, and that could save you a lot of money. Root is a new type of car insurance that looks deeper than traditional insurers by using the sensors in your smartphone to understand important details about how you actually drive. That's how Root is able to give better drivers a better price. Here's how it works. Just download the Root app, get on the road, and we'll give you a quote. Learn more at joinroot.com. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details
1: for hours and hours I know, of, because I know. well just for all you listeners we've always like our dream is to like win the lottery and write storylines and pro wrestling you know 100 yeah but this is the thing like as much as russo got shit on it like because of the short title reigns or whatever he always did what was best for the story too it's like why why whoever booked this that why didn't they get shit on you know what i mean like i'm mm-hmm, sure sh- yeah I mean, i'm sure they did but like the, this is good stuff to me <laughs> So I, I just uh, – I'm, re- I'm really loving this entire angle they're running with the colonel and Sherry. Um, mm-hmm. And I just I, – I really hope we didn't join too late as far as like into the war. I hope we get this for another month or two. You know what I mean? But exactly, I, I, yeah. But it really feels – doesn't it feel like they're coming to like a boiling point here soon? Like yes. there's going to be something big that happens. And honestly, I'm kind of hoping it's Sherry – mass manipulating everybody
2: but <laughs> i'm kind of hoping that too but, but we'll, we'll see where it goes
1: but yeah i thought yeah all in all good match great segment and i think definitely
2: watchable television yeah definitely sure. so at this point i'm thinking all right nitro is off to a really hot start yep um so over to raw they ran the same
1: venue uh, uh, uh this is so this is this is on 9 21 three days later on a thursday Um, ran the same venue as last time Hollywood mentioned to
2: me and he was right. Um, Yeah. So here's, here's why I noticed, and I didn't bring it up last raw the last show we did the raw (laughs) nitro, but I noticed that on the right side of the screen, maybe like 10 rows back from the front. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. There's this goth chick. Did you notice her? Like she sits there the whole time and looks at the ring and doesn't move. She doesn't (laughs) blink. She doesn't, clock her head nothing it's just like this straight ghost face in That's the middle hilarious. of the crap and I'm thinking to myself she's got to be there for Taker right yeah but uh, I noticed her last week and didn't say anything because I thought oh, whatever but there she was again and I thought to myself she's still not moving yeah how long has she been there and she hasn't moved yet so like it was distracting me as I was watching She's the show.
1: probably way too bored and actually they like they, later in the show at the very end they say Taker's wrestling next week so I won't be surprised if it's the same venue actually for it because it's only three hours but um so yeah same venues last week rating this week now i i don't want to count this as a victory because they didn't go head to head but they got a 2.5 which i was like damn i mean i know they're on thursday dude Mm -hmm. so like obviously there's not as much tv on thursday as monday this is september monday night football is probably on i don't know who knows right um but yeah 2.5 dude 0.6 victory for them but once again wasn't head to head so no one had to pick this year or this Right. this right um so the show opens and they just hype everything that happened at last week's RAW. Basically, the Kid Razor segment um, is the main focus. You guys check out our, our second episode for the breakdown on that. But um, so we open with the, a match: uh, Razor versus One Two Three Kid. Kid comes out first, gets in the ring, blah blah blah. Razor, I thought came out to a gigantic pop. Like he's yes, still he even, especially due to like they this is the same venue and probably in the same night. Right. So like they saw him already Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he, they still, he still came out to a big pop. Um, but yeah. So as Razor's getting into the ring, kid jumps him. um, And then he jumps into Razor's arms. I I love, I I love the chemistry these two have Um, like, just because you can tell, like they're obviously like best friends in real life. But the, because Razor's so big and Kid's so small, they do a lot of really cool stuff, I think. And I think, like, they just know how to go in there and, and work that dynamic, I think. Yes, yes. So um, Kid jumps into Razor's arms, and Razor sets him up for a top rope fallaway slam into a near fall. Uh, Razor's throwing around the Kid. Kid's just One of the kids just kind of bumping his ass off a Razor. And I, Vince is being insane once again, dude. He doesn't take a breath. I don't understand how he does it. Like, oh, it's
2: crazy. It is so crazy.
1: Like, he, he doesn't even just call the match like he calls whatever happens in the match and then i'm like oh don't forget later tonight like he just he'll do anything to not have silence yep yep. basically um so uh, razor reverses some chain wrestling and like a choke slam uh razor goes over the top rope onto the ground and there's like this diving drop kick from kid but it kind of it looked kind of bad because i don't know if it was meant to be a crossbody but it's just like weird that he would do like a drop kick to him like over Uh. the apron is what was what it was. Uh, spinning heel kick, which I always love. <laughs> I love a spinning heel kick, um, into a near fall. And then there's a super long sleeper as we go to commercial. So, kids got razor and a sleeper hold. Um, they come back, razors threw kid around, he reversed it because he reversed it in a reversal slam. Um, and then you get the collision ref bump. And as soon as I saw this, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, they ref bumps, all three of them come off the ropes into a collision. And just like last week, or if you were there at the venue just like an hour ago, <laughs> Dean Douglas runs in and he hits a shitty crossbody to Razor's back while the ref bumped outside the ring. Um, and dude, Razor's laying there for like a minute, maybe. And it's guys, this is like a weak crossbody to the back. <laughs> like it's nothing. It was kind
2: of more of like a, a splash, like a top rope splash. Yeah, it like wasn't. It, was...
1: it wasn't. Razor was downed, and he hit. His, it was just. I mean, it's nothing – like, if you saw it today, you'd be like, did that even do anything? So it's like one of those. So he hits that, and it, Razor's on the ground for like a minute. Kid crawls into the ring, dude, and wins just like that. But, dude, it took them forever to get back in the ring. Um, And I was just like, would this really do that much damage to Razor? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why he couldn't – Tough know sell. What, I don't know what's up with Dean Douglas coming off the – the top all the time but can he just run in because the ref's down just run in razors already groggy do your finisher and then leave you know what i mean like that makes mm-hmm. everyone look better everybody
2: involved because i'm even... assuming that like i'm I guessing that's his finisher
1: but it's but... so it's so what it, it was what it was because like i don't yeah i guess it would have i don't know why else razor would sell it that bad um but yeah so once again dude I thought great work by Kid and Razor, but you know, damaged by the finish. I thought,
2: yep. So, the main thing that stuck out in this match, like as far as work goes, is and we're keeping an eye on this on WCW with uh Johnny B. Bad Pillman.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Kid, dude, he is so fast and smooth. Yep. Um, this is the change that I was waiting for. To see now on the wwf side like when he take when he irish whips he's he's like so fast dude
1: yeah he He
2: gets back and forth like before you blink an eye
1: it it sucks almost in a way like it's cool that he was working with the guys in WWF, but it does kind of suck he wasn't there i know he eventually went to wcw but that wasn't like he if he was i feel like i don't know if he could work with pillman and johnny bad some of those other guys he could have put on more classics Because he's really, because there's no, everyone's big up in New York, right? Like, he doesn't get a chance to go out there and shine with someone else because he always has to be the guy selling and losing. Right. Or if he wins, no one believes that he would win clean because he's 5'8". He's kid. Right? So. Right. And I know that that makes his gimmick, but at the same time, I think it hinders him in a way. Um, But, like, I'm watching that match, dude, and I'm like, this is like, I get the whole click thing. Like, these guys are great in-ring workers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, the, like, once again, the thing that brings him down is, like, the shitty DQ. Like, you, you if you look at this match going head-to-head with Nitro, right? It's, like, ended in similar ways, but Nitro was so much better because of the, the storyline. Right. And the way that it was done. Like, that's poetry, dude. This is just garbage, in my opinion.
2: I don't know, I don't <laughs> right. know how you felt. This is just Douglas. It's an excuse to get Douglas more heave on Razor he, going into the pay-per-view. That's yeah, all it is. It was weak. It was weak.
1: But so, I mean, as far it was a good match, the finish was just bad, and that hinders it entirely for me. So,
2: and Vince mentioned at the end too that uh, Kid is now beating Razor, DiBiase, and Razor. So he's getting pushed, even though like, like he's winning these matches, even though he's getting help,
1: yeah. But I mean, it, yeah, so I mean, I guess you are starting to see a kid kid push, Mm -hmm. um. And I I'm, I like I like I I kind of like Shane Douglas in ECW. So and the Dean I think has potential to be a cool character, mm-hmm. but I just he's kind of coming off as corny right now. Um, but yeah, so I they go the they go should, do, should I do the report card? Yeah, first? go good, it's yep. like I guess it's the same segment. Yep. So they go to Dean Douglas the report card, which you get which is basically his like highlight reel. If you're Jericho, it's like his little. It's just what they <laughs> call it's what they call his promos. Um, he goes. Let's get started with the lesson one hundred one. One two three. Kid gets a D. D for dumb. He <laughs> said, <laughs> which I actually the, laughed at. It was pretty. This
2: good. was good, by the way, too. Like he's he was a pretty good talker. Yeah, he,
1: I always thought he was like. But yeah. like once again, like his I don't know his it, his gimmicks too corny. Like I, I like the idea of him being like oh like frat boy. I'm the dean. Whatever. But they could have made it not as corny if that makes well, sense. Well, this
2: is this is the the transition again. Like you see that hot wrestling match that we saw with Pillman mm-hmm. and Johnny bad and they're wrestling and it's like a good wrestling match. And then you have Dean, which is like, he's good, but this is like an eighties gimmick.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, I think he would have been super over in the eighties, by the way. It's just, Vince, oh, definitely. Vince is just, he's just, you know, this is
2: like 10 years too late. late. Like mm-hmm. he'd have been great in the intercontinental division in the
1: eighties. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, so he basically lays out, he writes, it was kind of funny. Cause you don't expect that. He said, I defeated razor, not you. He writes E, which means for elevate, which is why you're trying to wrestle me, because I'm going to elevate you or something. Um, he put A for conclusion, and he puts a like an exclamation point, and then he puts N. He said Razor, will, he said Razor is going to lose in a no-brainer at In Your House. So he spells out Dean on the chalkboard, <laughs> and he circles it. D for dumb, E for elevate, A for just an exclamation point, and N for a no-brainer, which I thought was good. It, it was a good segment, a good little segment. Um, it's just corny, that's all.
2: Yep. Yeah, and the funniest part of the character as they're fading away from him back to the ring, he he rates his nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> yeah. As he's going down, he's laughing. And Vince, just goes, to be an annoying Vince heel. goes, Oh, I hate that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he I, I like his character, even as corny as it is. I think it's got potential. Problem.
2: Right. Yeah. I just think he's there a little bit late on it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, so back over the Nitro. We have Mean Gene in the ring, and the nature boy Ric Flair comes out and cuts promo. And basically, he's talking about what happened the previous night. Pillman jumped him in the match, so this storyline is continuing, (laughs) obviously. And uh, I believe he he told him and Arn that he's going to find them tonight. Yep. So, once again, coming off the hot match with the angle uh, of the love bug, we'll call it. We got the promo balls. carrying storylines from the pay-per-view again. So again, and this was a classic, you know, flair promo. Yeah. I mean, he said, I have a couple quotes. He's just the enforcer broke the code. Um, mm,
1: outside in the forgotten land. Cause he's talking about the Horsemen. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, we were going to settle it within the family, but you brought an outsider into the ball game. Woo. And he hits the ropes. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> bad idea. Um, and he does the, he said double A. He hits the ropes again, right here in Johnson, or J, what was it yeah Johnson City? He said, "I'm gonna find you and kick your ass." And he woos and he keeps hitting. He does like his flare stuff where he's like bumping in the ring. <laughs> but dude, I, I mark out for that stuff. He's the best with that kind of stuff. Yep. But 100%. um, it it it, it like it, yeah, just classic flare, dude. It's just like, and once again, like as good as Dean Douglas's promo was, it's like, what are you gonna watch? <laughs> it's exactly. Like, it's like, yep. are you gonna are you gonna watch this flare promo? <laughs> As, as as much as it once again is like formulaic it's it's the story dude, but this storyline's great too this is another one they're knocking out of the park this whole flare mm-hmm. Arn, this whole flare horn thing yep uh, I just really i, I I'm ex- there's a lot of exciting things going on
2: um yep and the show opened with you know the giant Hogan storyline so yep
1: and that's the thing in it's pretty like, hot pretty hot uh, show that's the thing too it's like the 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 dean razor storyline has zero heat it seems like like everything they do is for some it just doesn't feel important compared to all even all three of these
2: you know right
1: just in the presentation maybe but yeah so
2: here's here's where the show gets interesting i'll go to the next match on nitro yeah um mr wonderful comes out for a match with his new theme dude i love (laughs) dude this song is great (laughs) i'm mr wonderful (laughs) uh fantastic so this this is coming off the uh the push with the psychic and i am mr wonderful yes and he's wrestling johnny b bad yep and here's the thing the night before johnny b bad beat pillman in an epic match to become the number one contender of this thing's title yes he wrestles wonderful i thought it was okay um I Wonderful, mean, obviously can't keep up with Johnny B. Bad like well, Pillman,
1: right? And and here's the thing too. So if you guys remember when we were doing our Fall Brawl thing, uh, we mentioned that Bad got his face busted open, and we were like, "Oh, that's got to be an accident." So they mentioned he has nine stitches in his right eye or his left eye. So I don't know if that hindered the match and they couldn't do a lot of stuff. But yeah, you're right. This match was just like yeah, it goes to show i guess it. i, I hate to say it because like i'm enjoying this mr wonderful thing that's happening mm-hmm. but he, he's just he's not brian pillman obviously and this right match it's just... like
2: what you would expect from mr wonderful in 1995
1: like yeah it, 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 it's it is what it is. he dude it, there's a paula chant did you hear this because his name's paul Orndorff. No, I didn't catch That's that. The, the crowd's chanting Paula. Like the crowd actually hated him, dude. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised at how much like heat he was getting.
2: Um, <laughs> I didn't catch that. But,
1: but yeah, dude, Johnny B. Bad got like no offense, I felt like. like mm-hmm. I really thought that Orndorff was just kicking his butt. Um Bad Johnny B. Bad came back and Wonderful just kind of like sat on Johnny B. Bad and he just won like out of nowhere. It was weird, dude. Like the fans were even like there was like it wasn't one of those like he wins and it's like shocking to the point where you're like oh my god what just happened it was like shocking because it was a weird finish sort of and the fans are literally just sitting there like no one's really making a noise it was that weird because it was like yeah. a, it was it was a, because this contributed to it for sure it was a scuffed count by patrick because he does his stupid he cocks his arm back weird that we talk about and if he messes, like you said, you said this the first episode, I think we did, like if he messes his flow up, dude, it's, it's bad. And he did that mm-hmm. again. So the, yep. the crowd, he kind of basically counted four.
2: it's a giveaway. You can see what's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. So
1: I literally put scuffed count by Patrick. Like he sucks because this is what the stuff that he does. That's like, oh man. And it just added to the weirdness of the match. I think it was kind of almost like the Montreal where the fans like, what just happened? <laughs> because it was like, they didn't know.
2: Yeah, so it was kind of like a, almost like a roll up, I guess you could say, but Wonderful sat down on it and then, yeah, Johnny B. Bad was pinned, and that's the weirdest thing because now I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, are they going to address this, the number one contender to Sting, or does Wonderful get it now? They didn't, they didn't say anything.
1: They no, I, they, I just, this is one of the things, bro. Is like as entertaining as they're being, they're still like, why would you? Why can't? Why does he have to wrestle Johnny B. Bad? Why can't you put him out against a jobber even? Right, because all you have to do is book him for momentum right now. If it's Johnny B. Bad, he doesn't need the win over Johnny B. Bad. Basically, he can take it over at anyone. Johnny, hey, B. We, saw, was,
2: we saw Alex Wright last week. We could have just plopped him it, in here.
1: Yeah, exactly, and it would have done the same thing. Yep, and it wouldn't have killed Johnny B. Bad's momentum. And it was. Yeah, it's. It,
2: it, I like it for wonderful, but I hate it for Johnny.
1: Ex- yeah, because I was really behind Johnny. Um, yep. But yeah what do you think i mean it was kind of a bad match i thought it was just whatever tv match throwaway tv match i thought
2: well like you said last last week he's what 13 years past mania I mean, yeah. one yeah so i mean there were a lot of uh i'm going for the pile driver oh no you're not yeah. oh, back and forth like teetering moves like that um mm-hmm. but uh, of course he's limited at this point so yeah
1: um so I I guess over to Raw then right right. Well, yes, I mean, sir. there's Back I don't over. I don't know. Do you have the Baywatch thing
2: on your sheet? Yeah, I do. That, <laughs> okay, that'll be we'll nice. We'll get
1: to that then. I <laughs> just want to make sure. <laughs> All right, so we got match two. Um, so this is going head to head against Wonderful and Johnny B Bad. And this is one of those things we're like, okay, as like weird as this match was, if you look over here, it's not better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we go to Raw and second match is Savio Vega, who I actually always liked um, and like I've heard good things about and stuff. Ver- and Bob Hawley, Sparkplug, Bob Hawley, um, not, you know. Yes, Holly, he is
2: Sparkplug Plugplug right
1: now. Um, versus Tatanka and Kama. Kama, a.k.a. the future godfather, would eventually mm-hmm. join the nation. Did he join the nation as Kama? I think he did.
2: I think he did. I think that was his name in the nation.
1: Right. So, um, And also, the Million Dollar Man is managing Tatanka and Kama, and they actually come out to a
2: song. So Yes. Which I thought was interesting. But um uh speaking of well past their prime, Tatanka looks oh my like God. geez. He's, well, he's got that. he's still sh- in shape, but like he's got dad bod. Yes. Like
1: well, I mean also the the stare. well actually that's not true because I guess when he's coming up it was after the steroid thing too.
2: But yeah, he doesn't look it like he normally
1: does. Right. And Kama wrestled like he had lead in his ass, I thought too. But um hmm Like we'll get to the finish. But um so basically Savio's giving it to both Kama and Tatanka. Um so the crowd like loves it, but at times I thought it was piped in. I don't know. There's another spot I'll get to in the last match of the show, but the crowd seems to be way too hot for this match, and it doesn't seem like they're It's
2: genuine at parts. I yeah, I noticed it too. Um, it definitely sounds like this is a hot match, but it's not, and but it's, not, I, it's yeah. and it's it's obvious because like you hear it. And what you're seeing doesn't match at all.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So they must have added that in post, I think. Um, dude, horrific arm drags, Bob Holly to, to Kama. Mm. Just look awful. He can't get him up for it. Kama can't bump it. The best thing to happen to him, was, like, he must have been green at this time, too, probably. I mean, he's coming off Papa Shango. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, it's just a lots of punching and hitting the ropes and whatnot. Um Tatanka gets the focus of the ref to focus on him and Holly. So Kama gets Vega while he's, and they start double teaming him because the ref's distracted. Um, it's basically Kama and Tatanka getting Savio. And for some reason, dude, the ref's only worried about Bob Holly. He's not, he doesn't even care what's happening in the ring, he's paying attention to him for an abnormal amount of time. Um, yeah, like he's not the legal man. You, who cares what's happening on the outside? You you pay attention to what's in the ring, unless there's a manager trying to get involved with what's in the out, inside, right? If two people are brawling on the outside, and they're not the legal men, like it doesn't really matter because they don't affect the match. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they're not legal. Like you have to pay attention to what's in the ring, and this was going on throughout the whole thing. Um, there's a who got who spot between Savio and Tatanka. Uh, Bob Holly takes the momentum back and hits a missile drop kick. <laughs> And then he goes back up to and um, there's the refs distracted or I don't I don't know dude it was it was scuffed on the outside but Bob Holly goes for a flying crossbody and the camera work you could tell was post production because they were trying to hide it I think a little bit oh god this was yeah this was bad bad, dude like
2: I so this was scary bad
1: yes I was like I had to rewind it a bunch of times Um, so he goes for like basically a steamboat crossbody and Kama tries to catch him and power slam him but he's falling backwards when he's as he's trying to catch him so he's falling backwards barely gets him over basically spikes Holly's head in the mat yep um like i thought he broke his neck like it was bad dude it was really bad and i they, they showed the replay then which i was surprised about but the, he gets the win after this and he barely i think he barely got he barely got him
2: so he barely rotated second. him in like time his, it yep. was
1: bad dude he he yep. i thought bob holly was dead at first Um, And I know Bob Holly had a history of neck injuries and stuff, so I thought... Is this when he first like, had an injury? Yeah, this...
2: <laughs>
0: if you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a park ranger, but the only quotes they'd probably give you would be about the beauty of a fallen leaf or ripples in a pond, not the kind that
2: could save you money on your policies. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who's an expert navigator of the insurance landscape. They could use their expertise to guide you on ways to save hundreds on your policies while leaving it up to your park ranger to save the wilderness and any endangered picnic baskets. Go
0: online to guide Geico.com slash local to find a Geico agent near you. With Root Insurance, you have the power to control your own rates, and that could save you a lot of money. Root is a new type of car insurance that looks deeper than traditional insurers by using the sensors in your smartphone to understand important details about how you actually drive. That's how Root is able to give better drivers a better price. Here's how it works. Just download the Root app, get on the road, and we'll give you a quote. Learn more at joinroot.com. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.
2: This was probably one of them.
1: Yeah, it was it was not good, and I don't know if it's because Comas is green here or what, but it, it was just a bad spot. I, I, he couldn't get him over, and he he almost killed Bob Holly on this night. Like it was bad. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't so, really
2: have anything else to add to this. It was just like,
1: in a way. As bad as it sounds, the the botch kind of saved the match because it was the only thing interesting that happened. Interesting. In entire yep. match. Yep. It was scary, but it was the only thing interesting that happened. So that's
2: true. Yeah, that's they, true. You can pick
1: your poison. Wonderful versus Johnny B. Bad or Savio Vega versus and Holly versus Tatanka and Kama. It's I I don't. It was it was bad. This bad match is bad.
2: So yeah, I think the only other interesting thing I'll throw in is you know being a kid of the '80s liking Tatanka and then seeing him here like uh obviously they repackaged him to a point because he's he looked exactly like he used to except he was his all his gear was black yeah so I thought okay if they turned him heel cool obviously they did but like how did they do it and how did he get with Dibiase of course we didn't see all that but like it could have been cool Mm -hmm. but like
1: But, like, once again, they don't know. Vince is just throwing people together, I think. Yeah, of course. Tatanga and Kamush are two completely... Like, there should never be a tag team. And Million Dollar Man should not be buying their... Dude, I don't... They, the contracts don't, or whatever. It's, it's, and like Savio and Bob Holly shouldn't even... This shouldn't be a tag team match. It should be Savio against whoever you're trying to push to talk in comma. There, there's no reason to put all four. Yeah,
2: this things. is like typical McMahon stuff. Like,
1: this is like a house show. This is a theater. house show
2: match. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See what people
1: can do. It's not... It's not. It shouldn't be on TV. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that match. Um, I guess over to...
2: Which is weird, by the way, because didn't they mention Savio has a match with uh, Waylon Mercy at the pay-per-view?
1: Yeah, he's, like, actually feuding with someone right now.
2: Yeah, and, and no he's one thrown else into is. this match, and he, he, and he, he didn't take the pin, but his he team lost. lost.
1: Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Just don't. Just have Bob Holly against one of them and have him lose if you're going to do that. It's like Such ah. good shit, pal. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. <laughs> Oh, man. I, it just makes you wonder if, how lucky Vince is that, to have his company... <laughs> having his company's network purchased for a billion dollars in 2021. It's unbelievable. D- dude, right now, it's like, I can't believe he survived the mid-90s.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sure looks it.
1: All right, so uh, over to
2: Nitro, I guess, brisky. Okay, so we're on the beach, and we see a few girls, <laughs> and we see Randy Macho Man Savage. Ooh, yeah. Doing some bench presses. Yeah. <laughs> And whoever's spotting for him, I don't know who it was. He's like, come on, Randy, come on. Yeah, one more, one more. And Macho, you think he's struggling, but he's not struggling. He puts that shit right up. He's throwing the weight up.
0: Oh, yeah, throwing it up.
2: And then from out of nowhere, the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, runs (laughs) in. And as Randy's got the, the bar down, he's pushing it up. Sullivan pushes it back down, and he jumps on him. We get an attack from Sullivan on Macho. (laughs) <laughs> and then the nature boy rick flair in his skimpy what were they were they teal it
1: was like pinky pinky or were they pink yeah pink. They were i pink. don't know it was, it was just it was classic nature yeah. bathing
2: suit <laughs> classic nature on the beach yep uh ran off sullivan and tended the macho man
1: even though like the punches and stuff in this angle looked abysmal it was hilarious maybe it's just because we love macho and flair but like it's so good and like the way sullivan was like basically choking him out with the Yes, with the it was this lasted what like forty five seconds maybe. Yeah, it wasn't very. But very long at all. the point was it of it was because they were in Miami and I guess that they met up with did like a publicity thing with uh the Baywatch actors. Mm-hmm. So they were just kind of saying like, oh, we're cool. We hang out with Baywatch. Like Bischoff was just like, oh, look at Macho Man hanging out with the Baywatch crew, The hottest <laughs> TV and show, right? So, right. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't really there's because like like right now that doesn't really make a difference within the show itself. It's just a little fun promo that they shot shot up there. Exactly. So yeah. But
2: yeah, back uh, over to Raw. So
1: pretty much a, this this was a backstage Razor promo, and this is what you were talking about about the changing of the tides and stuff. So the, the, like there's little subtle things that Razor and Nash and Sean are kind of doing in their promos and razor because Vince says, we're going to shoot to razor right now, like backstage with the bad guy. And he goes, I got some, Oh, I got some comments for you, Booker man. So he calls him Booker man. Like he <laughs> acknowledges the fact that he's the book. Yes. Yep. Which I thought was um, interesting. And he, he just basically says that he's going to carve Dean Douglas up. It's like a two minute promo. Nothing crazy. Um, talks about how he's going to beat Douglas at in your house and, um, how he, he's not to mess with the bad guy, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, and then there's this basically this video of I guess they're doing a mania replay on
2: yeah this was interesting
1: T- on TV like in late September, um, and I was like oh that's kind of cool they're they're like airing it on USA Network or something for free, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't even know they used to do. But I thought no, I don't remember cool. that at all. Yeah, so that's basically those two things. Um, I
2: guess yeah, we'll they're uh, so the click starting to do this. We see it in the promos. I wonder if Vince chewed them out afterwards or, you know, did they make it a mm-hmm. contest amongst themselves? Like, let's see who can get yelled at. Because for him to say Booker, man, I uh-huh. think after the Vince. show, McMahon was probably like, come on. Come on, pal.
1: Like, was it necessary? <laughs> you
2: know <what> I mean? <laughs> no, it's just razor flexing, right?
1: Yeah, it's just razor being like, I can be cool on TV and get away with it. Because there's no reason for him to call him Booker, man. It's not even relevant. I mean, I, it wasn't, it still wasn't known until 97 Vince was running the show, right? Like, until screw screwjob, really, and after that, like, they didn't, people didn't really, the casual fan definitely did not know Vince was running the show.
2: Uh, Well, we did, like, where were we at, 95? Yeah, yeah, most people did by the, by now, but it was just, like, he kept up with the gorilla thing. Right. And that's the thing, like, I want to see, that's another another mental note that I have. When does that change? like, period, mm. point blank, I'm in charge well,
1: because you know? he calls
2: him. he calls him, and Bookerman's
1: not just like a, oh, you own the company comment. That's like a wrestling insider mm-hmm. term like that's not a normal term, so yeah, that's
2: yeah, I think once you hit a certain age, you come to realize like, oh my God, Vince is the guy. Mm-hmm. i don't I can't remember when that happened for me, but I definitely knew him by now, like okay, right so, but yeah, so that's you know those two. so I guess we can go back to Nitro now, okay, so. Mean Gene again, macho comes out for the big promo. Oh, yeah. And this is weird because I thought maybe he was going to address Sullivan, mm-hmm. but he didn't really.
1: He he said he mentioned him, like, once, really. Um,
2: well, I shouldn't say he didn't. He did. He However, said...
1: Right. He said he, that he cut the head off the snake, but that's... Yeah, all that's...
2: How do you cut the... Uh, <laughs> how <laughs> do you <laughs> stop a snake? You take its head off and you cut it, you. <laughs> Yeah, you cut the head off. But... <laughs> okay, so we'll leave that there because the meat of the promo was Lex Luger coming out. Yes. So he comes out and he's accusing um, Macho of maybe he's the one that has the personal agenda. Right. And I love... He comes out, and that's the first thing he says to mm-hmm. Macho, and he pauses. So he's obviously waiting for Macho to say something. And Macho goes, come on, talk to me, brother. <laughs> yeah. So he that. was basically telling him, don't stop. Like, give it to me. He's like, what you got to say? I love that he did this because it actually, when he did, it brought Luger to dig deeper, and he mm-hmm. did, which was really cool. That's just Macho controlling the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you could tell that's like oh, veteran Macho just being like, Dude, he, he was, he's so good. Luger basically said he's jealous, right? And Macho yes. is, you know, out of... Like, he's just out of his element, kind of. Um, and he goes, You're je- you might be jealous because you want the title. And Macho goes, actually, you got a very good point there. He goes... Yeah. <laughs> and he mentioned that oh this you came here to play with the big boys and he goes there's no bigger boy
2: than the macho man yep and he and he also made the comment that you took the cheap shot at me at war games (laughs) yeah which you by the way you uh so graciously acknowledged during the match which i didn't so yeah, Yeah. they did that on purpose uh so yeah so this is basically like mean gene was in the middle of them they weren't at fisticuffs or anything Mm -hmm. but they were getting hot so Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they, where do you think this goes? Do you I, think, I, I, I guess the team, Team USA, War Games, Hulkamaniac, Camouflage it's Team, no it's, it's no they, more. It lasted
1: 24 hours, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so I, I, they didn't really make a match, but I think, I would assume, right, this is just me using my, like, pro wrestling brain, and I, they didn't mention this. But it seems like they might be building to a Luger Macho Man Halloween Havoc match. I don't know if this is going to be like Nitro next week. But to me, it seems like that could be the... Because this is the hole I think they got themselves in and Bischoff is kind of acknowledging. is like he wanted it to be Luger Hogan. But I think because Luger's... I mean, Hogan's still stuck in the, the giant angle right now. They need someone to... Be a building mm. block for Luger to get to Hogan eventually. Right. So I'm assuming what they're going to do is maybe this next pay-per-view it's going to be Hogan and Giant, maybe as like the feud ender. And then they'll do Macho and Luger. And I'm assuming Luger's going to go over there. This is just speculation. And then they'll finally do Luger Hogan. That's
2: where it seems to be going for me. Right. Um, Unless Macho goes Sullivan or right. or maybe Sullivan gets involved in the Luger match maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And and but for me Macho like cuz I mean it's it's known that at this time, I don't remember if they were on good terms or what, but they at least were best friends and they're on the mm-hmm. screen. They're supposed to be really good friends. So it would make sense that it would be, this would be the building block, you know, cause I can see Hogan being like brother. Like, why'd you, you mess with the macho man kind of thing. Right. Like mess with yep. me. So that's yep. where I think it's going. But macho is just the star dude. He's so good. Oh, he's so, he's so damn good. He I makes actually,
2: that's when I texted you. I was watching it. Like <laughs> y'all Savage was so damn good.
1: He's, he's, <laughs> he's always just so on dude. Yep. Um, So, yeah, back over to Raw. So, back over to Raw. Come on, talk to me, brother. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, we get match three. Jean-Pierre... What was his name? Jean-Pierre Lafitte. 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 Versus Jobber Brian Welsh. Squash Oh, Brian Walsh. Poor guy. We don't need to talk about the match because it was a squash. But what happens during the match is... I hate that they do this. Oh, this annoyed me. It sucks, dude. Because it's not... They don't care about the match. It's... Layton. Don't you like so instead of having Bret Hart cut up and have him and LaFette cut a promo, they have Bret Hart call in. Like actually on the phone, he calls in. Yeah,
2: where did he call from though? Brother. No
1: one knows, brother.
2: On the set of Lonesome Dove, Lonesome Dove. He was filming uh was it, T V show, I guess? Lonesome yeah, I think Dove. he
1: was he was doing this at this time. He was doing a couple shows, okay. I think. But um so yeah, he calls from there. And uh Brett's talking about how um, dude, it's funny. He buried
2: like, the pirate gimmick, dude. Yeah,
1: he buried the pirate gimmick,
2: and which kept, is funny, it,
1: it, because it's like real life. Brett being like, "This isn't wrestling." Like you could see it was coming out. Like, it, what he, did he say about it? He well, so he started off by talking about like, "I take pride in the fact that like I'm a real wrestler, like Canadian wrestler. I take pride in that type like, of shit." <laughs> dude, I bet you didn't think I could do a good hitman.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that. That was but, decent.
1: But um, yeah. So he takes pride in it, right? And then. He goes, that pirate, like, he sucks, basically. Like, why is he a pirate? He's like, I didn't even
2: know they existed anymore. Yeah, that's what he's,
1: yeah. I and, didn't even know pirates still exist, but. But, yeah, so, but it was funny because
2: Brett calls. So, he's another, he's another one shooting. Like, they're shooting with their comments.
1: I, I, I love the fact that we got to see this from Brett, actually. It's deeper than you really think. Because right, right. You can tell he's pissed. Like, he's like, this, our product sucks. Dude, I, I bet, like, at the time, you know how it was. Like, you had Yoko take. All, you had the BSK and the click and shit. But everybody right. hung out with everybody back then, dude. Like, Owen's oh, right, tight with right. Yoko. Brett's Owen's brother type shit. I bet right. they watch Nitro at a bar because they're taped. They're all at a bar watching Nitro. And they're like, dude, this is good shit. We're, we're screwed. And this is three weeks deep now at this point. I wouldn't doubt it. And they're probably like, Vince, we got it. But but the thing is, is if you watch Hart, Brett Hart and stuff from, you know, like, talk about promo he was fed up with this shit since he hogan beat him in 93 at the, at that mania right for, no, for yeah. no reason like he was fed up about the
2: product well before 90
1: this is late 95 that was dude that
2: was one of the worst booking mistakes they could have done ever, ever of like all it was like, so it, it might to do be that. the
1: worst booking mistake they've ever made like legitimately <sighs> but it, it like you can tell dude like they're all it, it, because as much as brett is supposed to be anti click in real life they all they, they that's what made it great like during 97 late 96 97 everybody wanted to be the best and they mm-hmm. all care it's not like they hate they even as much as they didn't like each other in their little clicks they all cared about the product yep. and like that's why you can see it coming through on the main guy's characters um and
2: w- so we should add to um that this storyline is stemming from the fact that brett did the sunglasses he would go out for the match yeah the sunglasses to the kid uh, Jean Pierre at one point stole the glasses <laughs> from great, the kid honestly. after that's his great. match, so that's why the feud jumped off. Here.
1: And he he has Bret Hart's jacket right now too. He stole Hart's jacket. Yes, so he's like it's kind of funny because he's a pirate and he's like stealing.
2: Yes, exactly. He's a pirate. Like that's and, funny.
1: And the last thing, <laughs> yeah. And the last thing I'll add on this is that he his finisher, which is amazing because he's like 300 pounds, is a swanton bomb, basically off the top mm-hmm. rope and he calls it the cannonball and it's great like he killed <laughs> he killed brian walsh dude with it i was like yes. oh i was like i'm not taking that bump in my life that was awful but yeah so that was just a squash match but the, the, they're wrestling it in your house so um and i'm actually interested to see what like pco can do with brett hart back in 95 i think it'll be kind of cool um,
2: yeah i think he uh that finishing move like he jumped up on the top rope and he like i noticed because vince said oh he almost fell or something like that mm-hmm. but he didn't like if you watch him he walked up he he was like step 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 and it was just one of those things where he trusted himself enough on one foot to put the to plant the second mm-hmm. foot like he didn't hesitate he just planted like it dipped from the weight on the rope and then he planted on the other one and then just took off and i was like whoa
1: I, I think big man a, i think it's just impressive. the way he like i think it's just the way he does it like i think he's like you said he's just athletic enough to do that mm-hmm. like he just
2: knows that that's how he does it yeah, I was i front. I'm, I'm uh, very interested to see how that match goes.
1: I am, I am too. Um, and then after this match, you just get the, which I think is cool. They, they do like a triple header. So the basically, the main event, and we'll get to this later, a little bit later, but the main event is I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think it's a cool concept. But they run a highlight reel for it. So Yoko versus Owen in a tag match against Diesel and Sean. Yoko and Owen are the tag team champs. Sean is the. I see, and Diesel is the WWF champ. If Yoko and Owen win, they get their belts. And I guess I don't. It's not really clarified. Is Cornette just gonna like assign a belt to one of them? If that well, happens. he kind of
2: he kind of hit it in the promo post match. Right. Um, I think he said like the way he explained it, and I know we're jumping ahead, but I think he said if Owen pins. Pins you, Diesel, then he'll become the champion. Or Yoko could do it. So right, I think yeah. he kind of was like,
1: "Whoever gets, I, the pit, I don't
2: even really know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> but
1: but it, I, I don't know how you feel about this. I think this is a cool concept. Um, It's like everyone's taking the gold. It, it, it's not great as far as like uh, two dudes are going to have four titles. <laughs> right. But like it's a cool concept for like a blow-off match, I guess, is what I'm trying to say.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with it.
1: But yeah, so they just run like a hype reel. So uh, we can go back to Nitro.
2: Okay. Before they did run the hype reel, though, I think it might have been Kevin Kelly. A young Kevin Kelly. A young Kevin Kelly. Uh, came out and reinforced the ring. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? Like <laughs> Yeah. He came out and was just tightening the buckles because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of weight in the ring here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so back to Nitro, we have. Okay. So, yeah, before War Games, they had the free. Free footage on TV, or er, not footage, uh, you know, the pre-show. Pre- it's like WWE know.
1: pre-show, but it was free.
2: Right, right on, like, TV. on TV. Right. And this is this was the footage of <laughs> and this was funny. So <laughs> Hogan rolls up on his Harley and he's doing the big interview and there's a bunch of kids and girls around him and they're screaming and hollering. And he's cutting his promo and then all of a sudden you see <laughs> you see this big black monster truck. <laughs> vroom, vroom, and it was it was actually shot, like it was edited, like it was an action <laughs> series or something. Yeah. Like it
1: was Magnum T I or, or P, whatever it is.
2: Yep, yeah, yeah. He yeah. comes so they show the shot of the truck, and like the crowd just parts like the Red Sea because they don't want to get run over by the truck. <laughs> <laughs> he goes over the Harley, crushes the Harley, and then they show this really corny shot. It's just like they show the truck, they show the bike underneath it, and then there's just this shot edit. <laughs> of this arm hanging out and and giant puts his head out the window he's like oh. <laughs> so it's so exactly over like it, it runs over it again and then hogan's like what are you doing what are you doing he's banging on the door it's
1: great it was it
2: was funny it was really I, funny. I just
1: love the fact that they're building the monster truck thing for no reason <laughs> <laughs> like, it's great
2: Wigger coffee so yeah, so this was just, uh, you know, the filler in of uh, the newest wrinkle for the feud for Hogan and Giant. Yeah, right. Um, Back over to Raw, I guess. Unless so, you have anything there.
1: No. Um, I, other than, it's just funny. But uh, I, was just, I was just deep in thought about the Monster Shark because it's so funny. Like, seriously, you guys should go watch the way Giant laughs. It's so corny.
2: <laughs> it's so, like, evil comic book villain laugh. Like, yeah um
1: so we go to our match four so this is the final match of the night but there's you know more stuff to this to the show obviously so we got the men on a mission which is king mabel and mo who is mo is mo curtis hughes or am i wrong on that do you know no, i
2: don't think mo is curtis hughes okay
1: because he's like bigger but he's not too big i don't know um but yeah, so Mo is like, they call him Sir Mo. That's what King says. Sir Mo. So um, they come out and they're still doing the thing where Mabel's being carried by like four average Joes to the ring. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I can't imagine, bro. He's like, Dude, s- he's huge. He's carrying
2: very- that throne yeah. must be hard enough, like awkward enough to do it.
1: Like imagine. Dude, he's like, oh, oh my God, he's so big. He he might well okay, so he he might be bigger than Yoko like he's big dude yeah um so yeah so Men on a Mission King Mabel and Mo against Yoko and Owen the tag champs managed by James E Cornett and Yoko I just want to say if you guys haven't watched the WWE Icons thing um on the network go check it out it's about Yoko and it's basically like an hour long documentary um and dude he's huge at this point like it's not ninety two Yoko like he's big
2: dude his thighs are like that's the yeah. thing like mo or King Mabel might be bigger mm-hmm. but his thighs man are like oh my God. three times the size like it's just a fat thigh huge
1: the, huge yeah. dude and and they said that in the documentary um I guess or no actually I was listening to corny talk on one of his podcast about the documentary and he said that uh so corny like I, I guess he was taking a bum from Yoko where Yoko did his patented leg drop. And Yoko at this time was so big, like because he could always move like as big as he was, he could always move really well. And Yoko's thighs were so big at the point that when he would mm-hmm. run, it would throw him off balance, and he would bump wrong. So he basically, like to this day, I guess Cornet's got a, a really bad kink in his neck from this bump because Yoko messed up the leg drop, and his balance was all off, and he basically destroyed his uh, Cornet's neck. But that's wow. how big his size was. Like, he couldn't run without losing his balance, really, or getting off balance because they were just, I mean, like, think about it. They were just smacking each other, really. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he's a lot bigger than he was in 92. Like, you can really tell he put on a lot of weight. Yeah, huh? it's crazy.
2: It's crazy. I wanted to ask you because I didn't notice it in the beginning, of course, I saw Corny. Mm-hmm. But when, once the match started, I noticed Fuji out there. Was he already out there? I guess. Did you Cause... notice
0: With Root Insurance, you have the power to control your own rates, and that could save you a lot of money. Root is a new type of car insurance that looks deeper than traditional insurers by using the sensors in your smartphone to understand important details about how you actually drive. That's how Root is able to give better drivers a better price. Here's how it works. Just download the Root app, get on the road, and we'll give you a quote. Learn more at joinroot.com. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.
2: This Fuji?
1: I didn't notice him until after the promo, actually. Or after the match, like, when they did the promo. Okay. I, I, but I, they're doing the thing, right, where <laughs> Fuji's still Yoko's manager, but Cornette's the in American interpreter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, Fuji can speak
2: English in British. I don't know. Um, I, I noticed, too, like, and this is this is why, you know, I don't love Jim Cornette 100%, but this is why I love Jim Cornette. Like, right. he actually matched his suit to Owens Ringer. Yeah. Like, and, he had the pink and, like, the pastels. Like, it you could see, like, it was a match. Like, Fuji, Yoko, and, and then him and he, Owen. like. And he, just if
1: you notice anything Cornette does in this match, or when he comes out, the fans legitimately hate him. Like, he's a mm-hmm. heat-seek. Like, he is, like, as much as he says controversial things and stuff, um, still part of me really enjoys him. As, right. far, as far as, like, some of the things he says. Like he is very, one of the best, I think, wrestling minds. Um, but he... Like, he he's still over in 95 to the point where fans, like,
2: want to see him get killed. Oh, yeah. it's As soon as he opens his mouth, it's like... Yeah. He...
1: Um, but, and so this match, uh, I will say this about this match. It's Owen bumping his ass off for three bigger guys. Moe's just, like, average. Um, I will say this, though. Mabel and Yoko, as big as they are, and even Yoko in the state, they can really still move, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not like your typical great Collie who literally can't move, period. It's like these guys can move and like i definitely saw where i mean yoko already was a bona fide star at this point um but i could see i could see why vince was pushing mabel like obviously he had the shitty gimmick Mm -hmm. um but i could see why he saw potential in him um so the whole match really they're playing into um yoko versus mabel finally clashing and it doesn't really happen to the last three minutes but dude this is where i noticed another one of the piped in issues and I don't know if you noticed this. So Yoko has Mo in the corner, and he chops him. And I rewinded it like eight times because I'm like, that's not a natural chop. There's no way. And they like, it, it sounds like a piped in like two pieces of plywood smacking together. Really? So yeah. You got it. You, you might need to go rewind that, but um, hmm. dude, it, it doesn't sound like a normal chop. Um, because the, the reason why I think it's piped in too is because Vince's like, oh, did you hear that? Like that's crazy. Like he was like really putting the chop over type thing. Oh, uh, okay. Um. So, yeah, Mabel eventually takes the advantage, and um, they, uh, the match descends into chaos after a pin breakup by Yoko. Um, eventually, we do get the Yoko-Mabel uh, thing, but they're only in there for like a minute together. They do like a cool jumping clothesline spot to each other. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so the match really descends into chaos, and then there's a pin breakup by Yoko. Um, Owen gets the pin. Um, Mabel was too slow to break up the pin for uh, Mo. And yeah, Owen and Yoko win in this match. I don't know, dude. It was just, it was what it was once again, not nothing really to write home
2: about. Yeah. I think it was just kind of an exhibition for Mabel and Yoko. Like it was like, uh, like when they finally got into the ring, the crowd did pop. Mm -hmm. There's just something, there's something about seeing two gigantic guys like that go toe to toe. Like it still works.
1: And, and Yoko dude, even now in 90, late 95, I think he gets sent off for the weight loss thing soon um or he already was or something I don't know but either way like he is still dude like it amazes me how he can move in there he's huge yeah, dude yep there's no no way you should be able to do things he does but like I'm just like he's still one of the guys where like he doesn't get talked enough about it being like I'm in awe when I see
2: him you know what I mean yeah yeah not um, a very good seller though <laughs> no he doesn't he I don't think he there's does not sell. much he can <laughs> do <like. laughs> that, that's why that's why I don't, <laughs> he exactly. exactly
1: but yeah <laughs> so um it was just I don't know. It was just standard match, um, but um, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll save the Sean and Diesel. I'll, I'll combine the Sean and Diesel promo and the Cornet promo if we want to go over to Nitro, um, or do you want me to do all that and you'll just do Flair, Brian, and the post match promo?
2: Cause I'll yeah, save. do that. You I, can okay, close it out.
1: So after the match, um, Sean and Diesel will do a promo. They're gonna be champs, basically. That, that's all they say. And is being super corny, where he just smiles and he's being cheesy. He is like. Oh, by the, the way,
2: there's a there's a good spot here from the King before it all started, McMahon's in the ring with Diesel and Sean, and he goes, or with uh, I'm sorry, with Owen, Yoko, oh, Corny yeah. and Fuji, and he goes uh, maybe, McMahon, maybe McMahon will get slammed here.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, because Corny's about to talk.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, um, yeah. The, the Diesel-Sean promo was corny. I, I still don't really know why Diesel's being booked as like this cheesy like champ, but is what it is. Um, and then you go to the Cornette in the ring right? With the squaw, and that's when Jerry says the thing about him being slammed. And uh, this is when I noted the people actually hate Cornette. Like, as soon as he touches the mic, the people are losing their minds. Um, He's typing the triple header. Cornette says that they're going to win. He said, uh, "Last like, a couple weeks ago, you had your fight like a couple of divorcees. He said, look yourself in the mirror and – see if you can trust each other like really look at yourselves and then he said yoko and owen work as a team you guys work as individuals and he talked about how sean is selfish and like
2: genius uh, which genius.
1: dude he once again like another stab in the actual shooting a little bit um he talks about how sean's selfish and does he really care about the, ta- the team or is he just gonna see that gold belt and want it for himself and i'm mm-hmm. like dude the freaking the genius of cornet sometimes <laughs> um but yeah, like when I saw it, I was like, wow. I'm like, dude, he really knows how to like cut a promo. And he went on for like six minutes about this stuff. And I was thoroughly enjoyed, really. Um, yeah, dude, I
2: thought uh, like he actually wrote, he completely sold the whole feud. Yeah,
1: like, it. it's, it's, yep, he, he did. He killed real. it. Awesome. He, this is like the stuff where if you are like, oh, why is Jim Cornette such a, you know, like why is he so, I guess. Regarded, even though he's a dick. Right. Or, yeah, yes, yeah. It's, this is why. And he's so intense. Like, you can tell he's even as much as, like, he might disagree with everything that's happening there because he was always a realist um, or likes to think he, like he is or whatever. He he really, you can tell he still cares and he still tries hard out there and he wants to ent- entertain the fans. And he's actually, like, like dude, literally, like, Vince could have done nothing and he could have done, Cornette could have built this promo himself or this this angle himself. Like, that's how good this was, like he said. Yep. Like, he really got me, he actually got me excited to see this match for no reason. I was not really excited. Yeah, exactly, yep. Yep. but yeah that, that's the end of the show then so that's Raw um, Raw number three or number two that we did um, and we go we basically go to Black and they hype the next show but I tried not to something about Takers Wrestling next week blah 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 I try not to watch that though because they come back from Queer so when they do that I'm like I want to be surprised but um, yeah so they yeah
2: Takers in your main event I
1: Takers believe. in your main event next week um, that's pretty much but that's that's Raw there it is that's the show
2: so over on Nitro the main event Brian Pillman versus Rick Ric Flair I thought this was good, but it I, they didn't have much time. Yeah, I agree. And like, it was okay. It was more hard hitting than I thought it would have
1: been. I, I think um this is how I felt too. Like I definitely felt the same. It's more ways. brawl based or whatever yeah, you want yes. to say. Um, I thought that I, I think we like at least when I was watching this, I was expecting like fall brawl work, and I was like, oh shit, we're back on Nitro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, Like like, it, like it, this this like I was way too excited for a Nitro match is what I is I guess the best way to put it
2: yeah that but perfect.
1: perfect were you surprised to see the pillman flare match this early after all the stuff that went down like we did yeah. you, i thought there was going to be build to like a pay-per-view or something and there still might be don't get me wrong
2: but see i i, I thought the same thing like i don't know if we're just used to it a certain way but like mm-hmm. like i was thinking to myself okay this was they needed pillman in the finish of the arm match, because obviously you don't want anybody going over on the other one clean. Right. But like, is this settled now? Because I basically the match was thinks- okay. Blah, blah, blah. It was kind of like a brawl. But as soon as Ric Flair put the, the figure four on, it was almost immediately Pillman tapped. And I thought yeah. to myself, okay, like
1: I, I thought, yeah, that's what I thought. To myself. I was like, oh shit, like way to make a star guys. Like, right. You're going to use Flair in that way to make him dude. like, I, I don't think Flair would have any problem at the time. Building this and going to a pay per view and losing, I really don't like if and but like you said it might not be over, but it really seems like it's gonna be because he just beat him like that and the focus shifts right to Arn again.
2: So yes,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, like you said, it was a wild brawl. It was fine. Um, I was expecting more, but then again, it's Nitro. It, it was good. Still don't get it. Was definitely better than Man on a Mission versus Yoko, <laughs> like way better than that. Match, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you said, it was just it is what it was.
2: Um. Yeah, and then after the match, he was like, "Arn, I'm waiting on you," mm-hmm. and we didn't get Arn. He, he was just teasing,
1: and he yeah, he was just saying about how he's going to find him next week and kick his ass. But uh, yep, he said, "Double A, read the sign and learn to love it." And, yeah, it's <laughs> he's he's because he put up the four again. But um,
2: yeah, yes. so that's that's the show. Um, after that, there was a tease for next week. And I'm not gonna read everything, but uh, because I only jotted one thing down, and I'll read it. But next week is the night the Nitro debut of the one and only Disco Inferno.
1: Yep, I saw that. So, did did you? uh, We go. Now we're excited, boys. Did the way I love the way that they call him the Disco Inferno too. Yes, i forgot that before. He was like, oh, he was just like, like eventually he just became Disco Inferno, but he's the Disco Inferno. Like that's the true form of the game, Disco Inferno. But dude, I was so hyped to see this. I was like, "Yes, dude, we get disco next week. Like, yeah. we're gonna mark out for that." <laughs>
2: it's gonna be awesome. So, yeah, dude, that's two shows. Boom. That's another week. Another week in the books. What are you taking? Who won? Ah, uh, Nitro again. Nitro.
1: Dude, <laughs> they, they they Vince's product sucks, man. It does. It really does, man. Like as much as they can say, it sucks. And we can be like, oh, yeah, it must have sucked against Nitro. Like, no, it, you, it's it, watching it for yourself really proves how boring it is. I'm so disinterested in everything that they're doing right now.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I'm wondering if, like, at this point, I think Diesel, Sean, and Owen can maybe throw some gas on the fire. Yes. At this pay-per-view. But uh, As far as our interest in WWF. But, but like... Say, I don't know. Like, the rest I, of the card, man, is just... I,
1: I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Um, so, because like obviously, our next episode, I guess, is going to be in your house because that's the next thing.
2: Uh, do you want me to go through the card without spoilers? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, this is what we're expecting. We have Fatu versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. We have. We, so, there's your answer about Triple
1: H. I wonder if that's his debut, dude.
2: We, Good we question. haven't
1: gotten a vignette. Like, that's weird. No, nope, we
2: haven't seen him yet. We have Waylon Mercy versus Savio Vega. Henry O. Godwin versus Psycho Sid. Nice. Bulldog versus Bam Bam. Dean and Razor. Jean-Pierre Lafitte versus Bret Hart, of course. And then we got the... um, Main triple header. The main triple header. And then there are more matches, which they haven't even really hyped these. Goldust, Bob Holly, Ahmed Johnson skip and it's there taker versus king mabel oh my god oh that's gonna be rough dude (laughs) so i don't know like i see that it's listed that way and i'm assuming someone watched it and you know wrote it down that way but Uh i can't imagine there's gonna be matches after maybe they were i guess no. there's no way they're dark
1: yeah dude that's oh my but if you look at the talent there too it's like how are they how are these the matches I don't know. It's just that everyone's opponent kind of sucks. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh man, I'm not hyped for this at all. But
2: nope, me do. neither.
1: We're in deep now. <laughs> yes, we
2: are. There's I think no the only back.
1: thing. I think the only thing that can save it, speculation wise, is if Sean and Diesel break up again. For me personally, as like if if we get that feud, because uh, other than that, I don't care really about the show. You know. Hmm. Um. But yeah, that none of the none of that sounds. I'm uh, Brett and Pierre. The Pierre match, I'm kind of okay with. Um, or, or Lafitte. Um, I think that'll be cool. Razor Diesel. I mean, Razor Dean Douglas could be good. Um, but yeah, beyond that, man. I, and I mean, it would be cool to see Sean and Diesel in a pay per view. We haven't seen Diesel Russell yet, so that will be cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. There's not much. There. It's am definitely not as excited like, because we were excited going into Fall Brawl. I'm not as excited even closely as I was with Fall Brawl. So. Um, But, yeah, dude, once again, Nitro unanimously winning.
2: (laughs) Yes. Like, it's... It's not even close.
1: I I guess... I I just... I I can't see... I literally can't see them winning until 97 at this point.
2: (laughs) And, dude, even, like, if if you want to go down to, like, the announcing, I think Nitro's better, even with Mongo, because McMahon is just annoying at this point. Yeah. Uh, The production's better on Nitro. Uh, The editing... um,
1: well because even if even if we have to deal with Mongo, we still get Heenan
2: so it cancels out if yes not, even makes it better you know what I mean um Vince needs to uh you know take a downer before he goes I, on air
1: I know dude Jesus it's crazy because it's just like he's pooping on a mic for an hour <laughs> <laughs> It's bad dude it's true yeah i I mean I, I guess it's time for star of the show and start the promo of the show and match of the show or match All right. Mic, right um so let's start with promo I guess. Hollywood, what you thinking?
2: Promo of the show. I think promo of the show. Promo of the week, I mean. Right. Um, I'm gonna go with uh the macho Luger.
1: Promo. I, I think. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go macho Luger. I thought about Cornette for a second, but no, I'm gonna go macho Luger. I'm just thinking about entertainment, like as far as like mic work. Cornette Mm -hmm. wins but as far as like me being entertained by far
2: Macho Luger so see that's the thing like Cornette's promo was like gold but it was like but
1: had no heat because we don't care (laughs) right like yeah and
2: it's not his fault but at the same Mm -hmm. like it's everybody else's fault in that program in Mm -hmm. my opinion
1: yeah absolutely honorable mention Dean Douglas but yeah it's got no heat um match we'll go match next match i have to look at my paper too
2: I <laughs> you know i'm scanning the matches i think i'm actually going to go one two three razor even with the the dean interruption like mm-hmm. i really think waltman was underrated and we're seeing it already as one two three kid like i don't think yeah. he gets the credit like a lot of it's a lot of eddie and jericho like wcw Cruiserweights. they get all the credit but
1: but he's the one who started. He's this doing football. it now. Yeah, and Pillman. And one, two, three, kids. Pillman are doing it the yeah. best right now. Um, I'm uh, as much as I like that match. I think I'm gonna go with the Harlem Heat American Males match. Okay, that's that's the one I was thoroughly entertained with, and I think that their timing and stuff was pretty good, and I thought that they were, I thought that they put on an actual an actual good match. Flair Pillman for me, I think like it was good, but I think because my expectations were high, it well not it's. I'm kind of frowning upon it slightly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that it's bad, like I said, but it's just I'm not as I'm not putting it on a higher plane on in my head. I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with the Harlem. I mean, mainly because of Sherry and Parker, but um, just the whole that whole segment slash match was cool for me. So, all right All right, so star. This is the big the big star of the week. Macho okay. is Macho two for two, or is, did we go, <laughs> did we go with Flair and then Macho?
2: i think we went flare macho okay um i'm gonna this is where i'm gonna swerve you yeah, i'm gonna go with cornet as star mm. and for exactly what i said like he sold it in five minutes yeah I, I know you're thinking why why not give him the promo then too um well it's oh. just what i said like he's not he shouldn't be selling it that's why i didn't give him the promo but he was the star because he sold it if that makes sense
1: he saved he saved the match dude he he did he he really did um
2: i mean there was a there was a line in the diesel sean promo backstage Mm -hmm. where diesel said something like and i guess it was just because it was current he goes ace is the place ask john madden and i'm (laughs) like dude really like that's what like, does that have any relevant like he's, he's that's not, not
1: he's not cool he's big daddy cool and he's not cool
2: right so far i'm not getting and i cool do and we both love nash like <laughs> yes. we both love nash ah,
1: dude it, it bums
2: me out um weird
1: my star i'm gonna go flair i think okay. i wanted to go macho but i thought about both of flair's promos mm-hmm. him hitting the ropes and shit and he wrestled a decent match. I think I'm gonna go Flair for those reasons. Yeah, like Macho as much as I love Macho. I can't I can't keep giving it to him based off of just cutting a promo every week. Like right. you know what I'm saying? Like I, know, I feel bad. Yeah. But so I think I think Flair's I think Flair's got two. He's he's a two time champ now of the week, but he's he he wins it for me. Um but yeah, all in all, guys, like once again, Raw sucks.
2: Genuinely. Yep. So this is what I wanna do because for the sake of the episode, we need to keep doing those three spots yeah but what i want to do i'm going to write this down and keep track of it so far for the match of the year yes and we're going to go, we're going to do this at the end of the calendar year we'll reset good call um so match of the year for you are you saying uh pillman bad Johnny
1: Beva, absolutely yeah okay unequivocally or however you say that word yes
2: i absolutely agree the promo spot of the year what are you taking war games <laughs> the the five crackhead <laughs> yes okay because that's what i'm writing down that's i'm with you dude that was like the greatest thing i've ever seen
1: like once again guys please go watch it i might link it on our twitter just so people could go watch it
2: do it and uh so far star of the year
1: oh man F- i think flair for me
2: i, I want to say macho
1: write both of them right now We'll write, write both of them down because it'll obviously change by the end of the year. But I think those are the, the two. Do we, do we have to write a WWF guy just to keep it okay?
2: No, I don't think we do. I okay. think somebody has to step up and steal it.
1: Yeah, because no one is. I'm Maybe it'll shot. be the
2: pirate. Who knows? He steals everything else. He steals all the booty anyway. So,
1: Oh, actually, for Star... Let right. him
2: come for our booty. See if he can steal that. For
1: Star, why don't you put Sherry too? We're, we're overlooking Sherry, I think. All of her segments are enjoyable. All right. I'll just make sure you know. Just honorable mention Sherry.
2: Okay.
1: Manager of the year so far, Sherry. Um, but, yeah. So there you go. Or Fla- Corny. Mm. Corny. Mm. But, yeah, dude. So, it'll be interesting to see who actually takes it by the end of the year. Flair or Macho. Because I don't know where either of their storylines are going.
2: Yeah, right now it's hard. But, you know, we just started this. So, right. I mean october november december plenty of time people yep. will emerge the leaders will emerge oh yes oh yes the cream rises to the top yeah oh yeah snap into a slim gym yeah which by the way we got a slim gym ad dude i forgot to write that down my bad bro
1: step into it step <laughs> in. <laughs> it
2: was super early in the show too yes
1: yeah <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, All right. That, ra- that wraps it up for another Monday Night Marks. Br- wrap it up. Wrap it up, bruh. Um, so, yeah. So, Monday Night Marks podcast. This was episode four. Um, our second head-to-head. This was our third Nitro review. Check out our first classic pay-per-view review. Episode three, Fall Brawl 95, War Games. It was a blast. Um, if you haven't already checked it out. Um, but, yeah. So, another week, another Nitro victory. Not really a surprise, I don't think. Um, nope. Macho Flair still doing their thing, the the Colonel and Sherry doing their thing in more ways than one. Um, Oh yeah, pal! Oh yeah, pal! Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. So this (laughs) this is another episode of the Monday Night Marks. Check check us out on Twitter, Um, wherever we have YouTube, Um, wherever you get all your favorite podcasts. We are. Um, We appreciate all you guys listening on behalf of both Hollywood and I. Um, make sure to go check out AC like we said um, earlier in the podcast um, and Cool Truth in general and our homies and uh, yeah look out for uh, some more content um, I guess next episode will be our In Your House review um, Yes, so expect that within the next week and uh, yeah peace we love y'all
2: stay safe to quote White House nighty night
1: the best in internet and entertainment is here, and it's all powered by Xfinity for one unbelievable value. Introducing Breakthrough Wi-Fi Speed, now faster than a gig. That's enough to handle every device in the house and then some. And with X1, you get access to live TV and top streaming apps. Upgrade today with Xfinity. Check out our internet and TV offers. And now through March 15th, ask how to get a free upgrade to gig speed for a year. Now 20% faster. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Gig offer limited to standard plus more with two-year agreement and compatible XFi gateway.
0: With Root Insurance, you have the power to control your own rates, and that could save you a lot of money. Root is a new type of car insurance that looks deeper than traditional insurers by using the sensors in your smartphone to understand important details about how you actually drive. That's how Root is able to give better drivers a better price. Here's how it works. Just download the Root app, get on the road, and we'll give you a quote. Learn more at joinroot.com. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.